Welcome to the Seeing Deep Podcast, where we see deep in a shallow world by exploring our surrounding culture through a biblical lens. This month, we are focusing on how to think biblically. I love this topic. Thinking biblically will be an intentional choice we need to make as we learn to discern between worldly and godly thoughts and learn how to think rightly. But before we get to affecting our thoughts, we need to know them. We need to be aware of our thoughts. And so often, we don't question our thoughts. We treat them as truth just because they appeared in our mind. The scripture for today's episode is taken from Psalm 26.2, the net translation. Examine me, O Lord, and test me. Evaluate my inner thoughts and motives. No one really likes exams, right? Tests? Ugh. This past week, I've undergone a test I really didn't want to go through, which was yet another skin cancer surgery. Can I just say, guys, if you ever notice a bump on you and you just kind of feel foolish to go in, just go in. I'll tell you, God has been so merciful to me to reveal two times now uh, skin cancer melanoma back in 2020. And then here at the beginning of this year, um, basal cell. And, you know, if I just let, you know, fear hold me back, I'd say, oh, I don't want to go get a check. No, we got to get tested. Well, in the same manner, we need to test our thoughts. If we don't, we could end up with a cancer of a different kind, a cancer of the mind where our thoughts aren't pleasing to God. In my advanced Greek class right now, I always take a deep breath before the exam and prepare myself mentally for it, but there's an exam we need to do every day. Our life depends on it. We need to examine our thoughts and ask God to help us to do so. For thoughts become mindsets, and mindsets can pull us far away from a healthy mindset and our walk with God. If mindsets were something we could easily choose, I'm pretty sure we would always pick the happy ones, you know, positive and cheerful But mindsets are formed over time, and the shadowed recesses of scattered and often incoherent thoughts provoked by life choices and difficult consequences. Without realizing it in that place where emotions often clash, resulting in mistaken and erroneous beliefs, negative mindsets can take over. However, rather than being a victim of our mindsets, we can drill down and keep asking questions until we discover why. We are trapped in unproductive thought patterns. For instance, certain scenarios in life evoke negative thoughts. If someone asks me to do something I hate to do, giving into that initial negative thought is a temptation. How about you? Maybe put in the comments, what is it that you have a negative thought toward doing? Somewhere in that negative thought is a lie that I'm believing that keeps me trapped in a negative emotion. But if I keep asking questions, I can determine the root cause or stronghold I am really dealing with. If we form a habit of questioning our impulses, we don't have to be governed by them. Have you ever had a situation where you're talking to someone and they say, nope, uh uh-uh, this is the way it is. There's a closed mindset. You know, really, we should not have closed mindsets. We can have fixed faith mindset for sure, But when we are basically governed by our mindsets, that is a dangerous situation to be in. So some of these questions we can ask are, why do I feel or think this way? When did I first think this way? 
We might discover that we can think very differently about things that we've made up our mind to think negatively about. We must make up our mind to protect our belief system. We're going to be talking about that next week a little bit more. The process of examining our thoughts is best done in concert with our Creator. As we ask Him to reveal the truth, He will do it. Jeremiah issued a challenge in Lamentations 340 to do this. Let us test and examine our ways and return to the Lord. Foundational to to overcoming negative mindsets is learning how to think for ourselves. Thinking for ourselves does not mean thinking according to the flesh, but directing our thoughts to think biblically. I think a lot of times we grow up and people tell us how to think and we need to think for ourselves. But in that phrase, think for ourselves, doesn't mean to just think and do whatever I want to do. I'm putting it in a different light. We need to think biblically. The ability to think for ourselves affects our ability to overcome the battles of the mind. Sources differ on the number of thoughts or decisions we make in a day. Some say up to a whopping 35,000 conscious decisions each day, give or take. We decide big things, our job, our spouse, our friends, and we pack our brains with small choices as well, what to eat, what to wear. We don't want to miss out on the satisfaction that comes from choosing well. However, there's the added pressure of pleasing ourselves, the daunting influences of non-biblical worldviews, marketing, and social media surrounding us. Thinking for ourselves becomes quite complicated, but God has not left us alone in this battle. Somewhere in our mental minefield is an inner voice guiding us. However, we can easily miss it if we're listening to the noise all around us instead. Our minds are our own. Yet we can certainly struggle to make up our minds in accordance with God's word, which promises to renew them and lead us in truth. Solomon reminds us of the necessity of this truth in Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding or thinking. I'll insert that there. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Our own thoughts are faulty. We need revelation from God and a dependency on His righteousness, His thoughts, to be able to think rightly. Negative mindsets gain the upper hand over our belief system because we don't often pause long enough to consider how they got there, or we give up, weary of the struggle. This battle is further complicated by the spiritual warfare all around us. We can impulsively follow our emotions rather than choosing a godly mindset. Sometimes we're not convinced we can change our mind. It feels too hard. We have formed habits of thinking and we don't know how to change. But we need to remember, we get to choose. We can stay in the fight. The struggle is real, but God has not left us alone in the struggle. When we stay in a mindset, we want to justify it. Even though we like to think our thoughts are right, we need to examine them and discover what triggers our negative mindsets. In the book, Make Up Your Mind, you will learn triggers and tips for 10 chief negative mindsets. But there are also triggers and tips to any of the negative mindsets, things that we don't realize are contributing to them. Then we'll be able to develop tips and strategies for correcting course. God wants to meet us with his word at our place of mental struggles to heal and redeem them with freedom. 
Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. That's Romans 12, verse 2. You know, the word mind appears 762 times in 13 translations of the Bible, and the word thoughts appears 195 times. Our thoughts matter to God, and how we process our thoughts affects our lives and determines our ability to win the battles in our mind. Having our thoughts line up with the Word of God helps us to renew our mind. For those who have placed their faith in Jesus Christ, the Bible says we have the mind of Christ, 1 Corinthians 2, 16. Though we already have this available to us, many of us struggle to operate in the mind of Christ because we don't really know what that means. Having the mind of Christ means operating from our identity as a child of God and deciding to adhere to mindsets Jesus demonstrated. Having Christ's mind also means we cast aside those mindsets Jesus didn't approve of and follow his example. Friends, we can have peace in the middle of chaotic thoughts. As we explore how Christ responded to the various negative mindsets we address in our book, Make Up Your Mind, we will learn how to respond similarly. First, we can look at what keeps us from believing that Christ has the answers. Unbelief is at the root. Unbelief that God sees us when challenges rise and that he will help us. In examining our thoughts, let's ask ourselves if any of these triggers are contributing to our negative mindsets. Number one, culture. What others around you are saying or influencing you to say, act, or think. We are quickly addressed if we don't act or think in the same way as those around us, right? We need to guard our culture and the influences in our life. Number two, self-centeredness. Are your thoughts fixed on the truth according to you, according to someone else even, or according to God? Number three, personality. Do you blame your personality for the faults in your thoughts? You know, some people can say, I'm just a sanguine personality, or I'm just a melancholy personality, or I'm just yada yada. But you know what? Personality is not something we're stuck with. We have our bent, for sure, but personality is not to blame. We get to choose. Number four, you don't think for yourself. You've never questioned your thought process. It's just always how you've always functioned mentally. And number five, mindsets. Have you not been vigilant with your thoughts to the point that they are now fixed negative mindsets? So these are five core triggers, but there's hope, friends. Even if you identify with any of the stumbling blocks I just shared, there are tips that can pull you out of your negative thoughts. Number one, identity. Don't identify with what you think of yourself or what someone else thinks of you or what your thoughts are. Know thyself in accordance with it. God says about you, your identity is in Christ once you have accepted Christ as your Savior. Your identity is not in the negative mindsets that you struggle with. Number two, learn to think critically. Now, I don't mean a critical spirit here, but to really think things through biblically. Examine your thoughts in accordance with Scripture. Look up principles that pertain to a mental struggle you are having. See if it is true we got to pursue truth. That is part of what thinking critically is. Number three, learn a biblical worldview. We'll be focusing on this next week as part of protecting our belief system, but study to understand what biblical thinking is. And number four, do a mindset check. I have a negative mindset quiz that reveals what your tendency is when it comes to negative thinking. This does not define you, but it might reveal where your thinking needs some tweaking. (laughs) Take the negative mindset quiz at 
bit.ly slash mindset dash battle dash quiz. So bit.ly slash mindset dash battle dash quiz. I'll also have it in the show notes. Sometimes we just don't know why we are in a funk. We are living in complicated times and our mood and thoughts can switch in a moment. Thank God that we have God's help. Number five, a tip is pray. Ask God for help. Psalm 139 verses 23 and 24 says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any grievous way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Changing negative mindsets requires us to be able to think for ourselves. The goal in thinking for ourselves is ultimately to think like Christ. Through studying the Bible, we develop the ability to think for ourselves, to think biblically. Y'all, I've got some great news. Make Up Your Mind is now available for pre-order. Cue the confetti. Yahoo! (laughs) We're so excited. The link is in the show notes. And we have some goodies for you for pre-ordering. If you go on to bit.ly, there's that bit.ly link again, slash transform dash your dash mindset. We've got some goodies that we have for you to thank you for pre-ordering Make Up Your Mind. Next week, we're going to be looking at how to protect our belief system and what a biblical worldview is. Until then, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, friend. Your thoughts matter. You've been listening to the Seeing Deep podcast where we dive into the Word of God for the answers to life's problems.